With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. This is Byron Saxton from WWE and you are listening to FXE Live. Get this going tonight, FXE Live. Welcome, everybody, to a stormy night. And I uh, got to be honest with you, hoping we get through, <laughs> hoping we can get through this podcast without losing any power. Uh, it flickered about a half hour ago, and I'm like, oh, great. Lose power now. And it's not so much losing the power. I have it generated and all that, but also I have to run it through. The internet as well, because we are brought to you by FantasyJesterSports.com and Blog Talk Radio, RedFromYourBed.com, and a whole bunch of others, Deep Obsession Charters. We'll get to those later in a minute. As I welcome everybody to this rainy night in Leesburg, Florida, I am the Jester, FXE Live, a piece, a piece of the pie. I'll get into what I'm talking about with that later. WWE, Money in the Bank. I, I actually like something. And did my actual what I like going to piss off JT? <laughs> actually, I was, I'm telling a lie is because um, I've already told him what I loved. And he really thinks I'm just doing this for on air and he was he was pretty adamant so it should be interesting to uh have this debate uh with him and busy jay throwing in yes that's right folks coming to you from fantasyjusticesports.com and a billion other places the one the only busy jay will be joining us from new york you know him on twitter as busy jay and at over uh, uh, coming JT's way at Fez four three seven. So we've got the Florida, Texas, New York connection going for you tonight, and uh, it should be an interesting mix as we go ahead. Now remember, for those of you new, maybe first time tuning in, let's give you a little background, tell you a little bit about what you're going to hear, who's here tonight, and where we're going, and and we'll get the show going for you. First off. I am the jester. Uh, I am a podcast extraordinaire, they say. I don't say, oh, yeah, I do say that. See, uh, I can't say I don't. Um, that's that's a damn lie. But I'm not the only one. Let's put it that way. We do this one on Wednesdays, wrestling, our own brand, FXE, Florida Extreme Entertainment, as well as WWE, TNA, whatever kind of the local scene, what's going on, things like that. And uh, then on Saturday nights, the Fantasy Jester Show, and uh, that's our flagship show on Saturday nights. 8 o'clock covers all sports, and we throw in a little wrestling there, too. So, you know, if you're a wrestling fan and also like another sport, we cover each and every one of them on the weekend and wrestling. Tune in to that show. Find out why. Uh, you know, I want to welcome in... Vladimir Putin, who happens to be listening tonight. 
No, hey, listen, listen. Don't don't laugh at me, okay? Laugh at me when I'm really being funny. I'm not. I'm not. I might not be that far off. I sat this morning and looked at the Matrix, and uh, you know, I always look to see, okay, where we're going, how we doing, and, and yes, thank you. First of all, listeners, I love you. I love you so much. Thank you so much for listening to us on these podcasts. I love you. You let us do what we absolutely love each and every day. Thank you so much. Now we want to add Malarasha. Malarasha is now listening. We are now up to 20 countries. We are the international flavor on this uh, podcast that we have uh, is growing. And again, it, it all goes to you, the fans. I, I, I couldn't be doing all this without all of you listening in. Thank you so, so very much from the bottom of all our hearts. Let's get JT in. Let's get things going. You know, FXE, a piece of the pie. Brought to you by FantasyJusticeSports.com, Blog Talk Radio, the crystal clear sound. See, you can still hear me. That's how good they are. And the customer service is just as good. Also, breadfromyourbed.com, Joey and the guys over there. The whole gang is just fantastic. Wants to learn to get some extra income into your home a billion different ways. Joey and the gang can show you over there. Deep Obsession Charters, West Palm Beach, best dive adventure. If you want all different kinds of dives, we'll get into them later on. One of our other sponsors and the rest of the gang. But now, let's bring in the one, the only Sidekick, wherever I go, as you all know, and if you don't, now you do. Jason Townsend, JT, coming from Texas. How are you tonight, man? Uh, hot. But, you know, it's funny. You're talking about a piece of the pie. When you, when you talk about pie, do you like pie, Jester? Yes. Apple? How you doing? Pete. How you doing? Blueberry. How you doing? How you doing? Berry. Wow. I mean, even cherry. How you doing? Is there any kind I, of pie you don't like? How you doing? Man, mm. I, I just, I can't come yeah. up with mince meat. You could have said, I mean, you could have said, you could have said pizza. You could have said Heidi Watney. You could have said a lot oh. of things. Oh. oh. I love pie. Oh, you went there. All with kinds it. of you pie. You went there with it. Okay. Wow. You went there with it. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, we're talking and, pie. And, and, and I, I mean, to... We're talking moon pie. Uh, I, right. I was just going through a list of pie, and, you know, I don't want to be – listen, pie as in the uh, number, you know, whatever kind of pie we're talking about, sure. And uh, I don't want to lie to the listener. <laughs> listen, where did you go? We just lost JT. Holy cow. We never lose JT. What happened to JT? Let's get Busy J in. Let's see what he's doing from New York. Busy, you there. I'm here. What happened to JT? I was, I was you know, singing along with the Pi song. I think, I think, literally, I got to be honest with you, Okay. I think as soon as I mentioned Heidi Watney and Pi, he fell off the chair, hit his head, and collapsed. Because, I mean, literally, I mentioned Heidi Watney, Pi, and he's basically gone. He had to have fallen off his chair, hit his head, collapsed. I don't know what happened to him. <laughs> well, how you do, how you doing there from New York tonight, man? I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. And you know, I think I have him back on yeah, yeah. Good, good, good. Hold on. Let's I think we might have him back. Let's see. Mm, I went to JT? MLB Network. I went to MLB Network to watch a quick pitch from last night. You're talking about Heidi Watney, man. That's an instant turn. <laughs> Go do, do something else at that point. <laughs> he literally left the podcast uh, for Miss Watney. And uh, 
and you wouldn't. Yeah, well, anyway, sorry, folks. And, and by the way, yeah. hold on, hold on. You did mention Heidi Watney, so I have to say this to one of the friends of the show out there. By the way, what's up, Busy? Um, hey, mm-hmm. Dello, I will admit, the beard does play. I, I, I hear you've questioned that recently, but the beard does play. Oh, you did? You did hear that? You heard that? Yes. You heard that? Yes. yes. Settle that score. First of all, yeah, before we start this show, folks, I'm very, very sorry. But you know what? Here's one thing. For those of you who do or do not know, okay, and have seen me, the blue beard plays. Let me explain something to you. I am no Brad friggin' Pitt, okay? But I slapped that blue beard on, and you could swear I was. It is like the best pheromone that I could have ever done in my life. And naturally, I find this shit out after I'm married, okay? But Mr. Dello, make no mistake, okay? The legend is real. The legend is real, and and I'm glad JT is here to settle that. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that. Definitely, you deserve that one. I saw it for myself uh, back at uh, St. Patrick's Day Hangover. So, yeah, the beard definitely plays. Oh, my God, yeah. It is ridiculous, folks. It is it is the funniest thing I've seen and, 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 mo- and most fantastic thing all in the, same, in the same breath. It really is. Busy, when you come down, you have to see this shit. This is absolutely definitely. ridiculous. Definitely. Got but so, like uh, I said, it doesn't do me any good. You know what? Here, think about this. And for those of you out there, okay, who have seen cartoons and stuff, think about the dog that's on the leash, and he goes running, running, running after Foghorn Leghorn, and then, bam, the leash snaps him back. That's basically where I'm at. That's me. I'm on that leash. Bam, I'm not going anywhere. Who am I kidding? But the beard plate, don't lie any to yourselves, folks. It definitely does. All right, let's get out of this foolishness. Let's get into some other foolishness somehow, some way. Yeah. Let's kick things yeah, off. Uh, and you know what, JT? Let's. Yeah, you know, let's let Busy go first and be able to get a word in edgewise about money in the bank before you and I do. <laughs> Busy, <laughs> oh, what did you like or what yeah. did you not like uh, regarding money in the bank, sir? See what, see, what I didn't like about Money in the Bank, that it was a little bit outdrawn. What you like, I either one. I, I, you know what? I was a fan of Carmelo winning the Money in the Bank. I felt horrible that what happened to her on SmackDown last night, to me, that was a, that was a great curved up because none of us saw Carmelo really being viable as a Money in the Bank. But it made sense after seeing it play out. What I didn't like, was probably Baron Corbin. Like I was really upset about Baron Corbin being money in the bank holder because I don't see where he would cash in. Like what what's the angle here? Is he gonna cash in on Cena? Is he gonna cash in on Jinder Mahal? Like I'm really upset about the direction the SmackDown is taking right now. And why is AJ Styles being buried? Why is he not out here challenging for a championship, not the United States championship? That's my gripe about it. All right, all right. But you basically uh, liked how the women's match went down? I liked how it went down. Hmm. Uh, Mr. Townsend, do you want to get in on this discussion, sir? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I definitely want to get in on this. Before I do. I named two things I didn't like about Money in the Bank. A, that it was restricted to SmackDown only. I think that's one of those pay-per-views that needs to be Raw and SmackDown. Uh, SmackDown doesn't have the roster to, to support that. Good show. point. B. Good point. B. Beaker is involved again. Why has somebody not shot this guy or put him out the pasture at this point? Why the <laughs> hell am I looking at no neck Beaker? It was run fantastic. Up the, at the women's match. It running up the ladder at the women's match to get the money in the bank because if he was in that match, he would have got his ass whooped. That dude ain't got no business going up Folks, that ladder. You think he thinks I'm shitting him? He really thinks I'm kidding here when I say that was fantastic. No, enough to like I it. loved it. I loved oh, it. Too. I loved it. I loved it because dude. 
You didn't see that coming, exactly. All right, first and That's foremost, the idea. Disney disqualified. I'm glad it was Disney's Ellsworth because hey, Ellsworth, yes, Ellsworth is annoying. No Disney's disqualified. He's a Mets and a Jets fan. Proves no taste whatsoever, so he's disqualified on his opinion. No, he's a Giants you, fan. He's a you Giants just like fan. to stir the pot. You just like to, he's a Mets fan. That still disqualifies him. You just like to stir the pot. See? <laughs> that was terrible. That was I'll agree with you there. Okay. That was just come on. That was terrible. Why? When you when I want to see a women's come match, on. I want to see. Did the, you see it coming? No, 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 no. I'm gonna pull Did a rock on you. Did you see it coming? No, 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 no. Now wait a minute. You asked. You're gonna get the answer. When I'm watching a women's match, I want to see the divas. I don't want to see Beaker's nasty ass run up there and grab the grab the briefcase. We had no business looking at that when we're watching the divas match. Okay, that ruined it right off the bat. But again, like I said, SmackDown does not have the roster. That's that's actually one of my favorite pay-per-views normally, but they don't have the roster to support that. I, uh, I I'm I'm sorry. I, I thought first of all, I thought that was a great way to kick it off. Kick it off with a swerve. And draw it out. You got to remember one thing. Got to remember. Look at what the ratings have been like these past couple of weeks. And Beaker's going to save them. They too sharp, guys. Yeah. Well, Believe it or not. Believe it or not, it's a storyline. See what they've been lacking, and that's what I liked. If you noticed, if you noticed the past week, this week here and last week. Starting to see more people on the mic, more storylines being built, time being put into the promo part of it, which is what you need. You've got to go ahead. The, the only way you get any interest in the, in the match is having the storyline with it. Otherwise, you're watching. Listen, in the, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, they're all doing the same moves that they usually do. Uh-huh. So you've got to have meaning to what they're doing to no compensate no for that. That is what the interest is. And they're actually worked promos. They've actually, listen, let me tell you something. You know what I've loved that they've done recently? When they had the whole locker room come out for Samoa Joe. That was fantastic. That's how you build a match. That's how you separate people. That's how you really start building a storyline, whether it's to that extent, pulling every person out of that locker room the way they did. Loved it. Loved it. To something as silly as, yes, Ellsworth running up a ladder that's a storyline that makes them have to have that whole thing over again. People did not see that coming, and yet they get mileage out of the first ever women's match now. Now that okay. whole thing okay. that they can play for it is over two nights. I'm just thinking from my perspective as a promoter. Right. I, I actually can't complain about some of the changes I've seen. Now, now wait a minute. Well, We're almost a year. We're a year in, almost a year into this brand switch. And let's be honest. The, the bump in right. ratings that SmackDown saw last July was because of Shane and Daniel Bryan. That luster wore off completely. They need something else yes. on that show to bring people back because, let's be real, when you talk SmackDown, there was one match on SmackDown worth a damn. And that, and that match meant nothing, which was Nakamura and Dolph Ziggler. That match was great. They're great performers, but it meant absolutely nothing. What was it for? You know, there's nothing going on. Well, there. you know what? So Here's what I believe. That shows hurting. Yeah, no, no, I, and I agree with you. But here's what I believe. Here's what I believe, and I want to ask Busy J on this one. Okay, is okay. before they did the brands, uh, the brand split. Okay, and all that, and do the draft, and all that crap. Okay, they were starting to dip in the ratings. This was. A temporary. Everybody knew it was a temporary fix. They just didn't know how temporary it would be. Now, 
at some point they have to address the real problem, and I think maybe they're starting to. Busy Jay, I don't know if you agree with me on this, is they have to address the creative. They have to address the storylines, and I believe that they're starting to. Do you agree with me? I mean, and do you see it, or or am I just uh, maybe I'm incorrect? And no, there's still no, no, not. You 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 hit it right on the nail. It's that's exactly what the problem. It's not talent because the talent is there all across the brand, both brands. They just they're not they're being real lazy with the creative storytelling. Like you said, I give them credit for the women's division because SmackDown women's division is leaps and bounds better than Raw because of that because everybody's involved in one major storyline but each has different components. So I told it this. They need to do something more creative. And, JT, you're absolutely right. It's a lot of I, – I hear, I hear this question a lot, and I want to ask you this. Do you feel that Money in the Bank should replace Survivor Series as one of the, you know, the grandstand four of the pay-per-view cycles? Oh, I absolutely do. I think Survivor Series and its format is an out-of-date, uh, out-of-date you know, program at this point. It's not – really one that I look forward to, you know, the days of Undertaker, Kane, Buried Alive, that kind of stuff is long gone. So I think that's something I'd love to see Money in the Bank uh, replace that as one of the main four. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I, that's not a bad idea, actually. I like that's that. That's not a bad idea. I actually do like that. Uh, all right. Here's an idea I want to run past everybody. Uh, let's talk about Lana for a second. Am I the only one saying that this is awful? And first, first of all, that she's terrible. And second, doesn't it seem like this is the role that they wanted Emma to play and she couldn't pull off? JT, I mean, remember, yeah. wasn't Emma supposed to be Emmalina and all this and sexy and... She couldn't pull it off, so I guess this is Lana's attempt at it. Actually, it's more Eva. It's more it's more Eva. She's playing the Eva okay. role. Remember the whole everything red? Like that was the yeah. role that she's pretty much taking over here. You know, hmm. to me, to me, in either case, and I, go ahead. Well. Uh, to me, and I, maybe I'm wrong, you guys obviously can disagree with this, but I, I look more at the Emelina role. To me, looked like they were trying to create Sable 2.0. Ah. And I, and I just don't think that there's anyone out there that can pull off or compare to what Sable was and what she brought uh, in her time with WWE. And that's what I, Emelina, I agree completely with the, the uh, Eva comment, though. I, I see that. I see that completely now that you said it. Let me ask you guys, moving on uh, through uh, some of what's gone on. Let, let's get right to the WWE Championship itself with Jinder and uh, Randy Orton and how they broke out the legends the other night. And uh, We'll start out with mm. Busy and then we'll go to JT and I'll wrap this part up. Busy, uh, what did you did you like that that they brought out the uh, the legends and, and used them in the segment, or do you feel that that's taken away from the guys themselves? Uh, what's your opinion on that? I, I like that they brought them out, but I felt like it was unnecessary. You know, you, all you had to really bring out was Randy's pops. You, think, you know, bring out Cowboy Bob Orton. You didn't have to bring out Fox Florida Ric Flair. It was good to see uh, Grandpa Henning there, though. I'm a big fan of the, the Henning clan. But um, they didn't need it, and I really started to really dislike Jinder as a champion. It, it serves no purpose, and Orton, to me, he's being the minister here right now, feuding with a guy like that, dropping two matches to Jinder. Um, again, back to what you said earlier, creative and creative, they have no idea what they're doing. Okay. What about you? You feel that way, uh, JT? How how you see uh, it? I, I I don't know if it was you or Busy that said it back when he won the belt that um, magically WWE is going to be touring through India here shortly. So or they are now. So that serves that purpose. That's the only purpose. Gender being the champion to me uh, that it is being served. It's reaching out to a fan base that you're trying to uh, untapped resource, if you will. Um, but looking at having legends there. I, I didn't think of it, you know, as them taking away 
I, I do. I can see where that would be. I think Sergeant Slaughter was there at pay-per-view too early. Uh, I think we're going to see him at the next one, uh, at least the big one. Uh, but I thought it was kind of fun. Uh, Hennig, like you said, you know, having Axe there, having Cowboy Bob there, Ric Flair, uh, some of those guys. But the match itself, um, I'm tired of the, what is it, the Bollywood boys or whatever the hell they're supposed to be. To me, that's what ruins this. It's, um, it's, it, we've seen this before. We've seen this before. This is Kevin Owens with the little midgets from West Virginia that ran around and protected his back a year ago, you know, um, or, or, you know, whatever, Seth Rollins. You know, we've seen this from WWE. It's the same old story repackaged and force-fed to us yet once again. Grumpy tonight, aren't you? Oh, wait, I'm not supposed to say midgets, am I? Sorry, Mrs. J. <laughs> yeah, she's uh folks, uh, Mrs. Jesta has a slight fear of everything small, especially if they're people. Oh, I'm not touching that. <laughs> and it's real. It's real. Small people, small minds. Oh, no. Um, all righty, folks. Getting over to, you know, we started to allude to a couple of the people in the actual match. And let's get to the whole Money in the Bank uh, ladder match for the men. Ziggler, Sane, Sammy Owens, AJ Styles, Nakamura, and Corbin. Corbin walks away with it. JT already has mentioned, shockingly, his displeasure that Corbin uh, is involved and actually has the that briefcase. Was that was is that busy. correct, sir? That wasn't That was busy. That wasn't you? No, that was busy. Busy, was that you? Yeah, I need that off. Yeah, that was me. That wasn't me. I would have preferred Kevin Owens. You're not happy about that? Why? I would prefer Kevin Owens. You wanted Owens? Owens. Yeah. I wanted him to be more of a primetime heel on SmackDown, holding the U.S. title, holding the briefcase, you know, picking his turn, waiting. I don't want to see an immediate passion, and I think Kevin Owens would have been the guy that really drawn this out until maybe right before Roy Rumble kind of cash in. Huh. Wow. Right. Okay. Now, JT, then let me ask you before I ask before I say anything. Go ahead, you go. Um, I'm indifferent. I'm indifferent towards Baron Corbin. I'm not going to cheer him. I'm not going to boo him because that's the quickest way to get rid of him. Um. <laughs> AJ Styles should have won that match. AJ Styles should be the guy that that, that holds that briefcase. AJ Styles is the guy that should be holding the uh, the championship belt. He's the most talented guy you have on the show. He's your most decorated, whether it was on your show, Vince, or somebody else's show. He's still one of the most decorated people in the business. And as Busy alluded to earlier, why this guy is getting buried up to his neck and shit is beyond me. Uh, but, yeah, I, I wasn't. The match wasn't anything to write home about. I've seen much. Where I mean, give me Kofi Kingston walking around on a chair on his hands or, or something fun like in the Rumble. I mean, give me something. You know, it just the match was boring. Let's just be real. I think that if you look at, and I'm looking at why. If I take a look at things, Ziggler. Ziggler is is not dynamic enough of a personality. He's had Sammy Zayn is not. He's had his chance. Yeah, and he, he while he's talented, he, he the role is just not something yep. conducive and makes him really that much different than a lot of the yes, mid level wrestlers. Kevin yes, Owens. Sir, Kevin Owens is good on the mic. That yeah. Go ahead. Let me inter- let me interrupt you on something. It's something that you've brought out many times, and this yeah. is one of those cases where I think you have a point. When Dolph Ziggler was the champ way back when Vicky Guerrero was there and they were doing that whole um, pairing, and he was a good heel and, and pretty good uh, in that role when he had his manager, because that's basically what she was. Not only was she the GM, but she was basically right. his mouthpiece, his Paul Hammond. And I think he's one of those guys – and you've mentioned it before, where are the managers? This is the kind of guy that has the absolute, has the physical talent. Uh, let's, let's see, uh, you know, let's see him get him with somebody who can be that mouthpiece because he is a very talented individual. 
Well, and, and I've been, you know, several people have come to me and asked me if I've had any aspirations. To, I, I've already said, I thought I would make a great evil manager. Me personally, I, I thought I'd be a great character where I could stir the pot. And I believe, uh, I've been told more than once, I can speak uh, well for myself and for whatever talent would be there. So, because of that, lack of that, he does not get separated from Sami Zayn, who doesn't lack any appeal when he speaks. Follow what I'm going to do here. AJ Styles doesn't really, I mean, doesn't exude emotion. You remember, I mean, you've got to, you got to show some kind of dynamic personality. Nakamura, I have, I, I, because there, there is pretty much next to no mic there. That answers that. Mm-hmm. They're going to push Corbett because Vince likes size. Size Good matters point. to Vince. Okay, so until that time, the only one that is is serviceable really is Kevin Owens because he's the only one that is, eh, on the mic. And he's not even that great, but at least there's times where he can be sarcastically funny. But for the most part, scenario, yeah, that'll tell you how bad guy. the other guys are. They're, yeah, go ahead. Now I, got a quick, I got a quick scenario for you guys. What if Baron Corbin mm-hmm. pulled him onto that briefcase to cash in at SummerSlam on Brock Lesnar for the Universal title? The reason, well, I bring that up, the, reason I bring, the reason I bring that up is because something similar happened many years ago when CM Punk, a SmackDown wrestler, did that on Raw, cashed in on Edge, and kept the World Championship on Raw. They could play that angle. Yeah, again, but especially, yeah, but especially WWE considering that sure. you're going to be nice. You might WWE get another influx of um, NXT characters coming up after the summer. Wow, I just mm. I don't know. To me, no, I like that. That's talk a good about. It's interesting. I mean, it's an interesting premise. But let's be real. You're talking about lack of. I don't know anything. Baron Corbin's just tall. I mean, well, let's be real. I mean, well, but this is well, okay. And that was my point. Think about this. Think about this one here. Let me throw this one at you guys and how much it means. How much it means. You got to remember this. Even if the storylines are eh, if you've got somebody that's good on the mic, they can make up for it. They would, listen, the crowd loves that more than the the most extreme wrestler you've got out there. Case in point. And I know you find them annoying, JT, but people like the stick. He gets either love or hate. People talking is Enzo. Why? Because he helps create a story all and in of his own just by picking up a microphone. But what kind of reaction? He's not the greatest wrestler in the world. No, I. But that's my point. Because and that's what that's what it is with these people. That's what it is with a lot of these guys, though. And, And that's why I'm telling you, for some of these guys. If you put their talent, if you put their talent with somebody that could speak for them, that could create for them, that could make them interesting rather than just talking, rather monotone. First of all, either A, monotone, or B, sound like you got hit with one too many chairs to the head. Chair shots. Now, now hold on. Now, hold on. Okay, on on that point, both of you answered this next question then. Do you think all the, and I'm using the quotation Mm. fingers since we're on the radio here, no one can see that, but the great managers of the 80s and 90s were a product of the Randy Macho Man, Hulk Hogan's of the world, the Roddy Pipers, or were the wrestlers a product of their managers? You see my point? Because we don't have any of those kind of wrestlers really now, and i.e. we don't really have any of those kind of managers either. 
I'm asking the managers back the managers back then did a lot to elevate a talent. And case in point, um, the first team that came to my head was Powers of Pain. They were atrocious before they got Mr. Fuji, and he kind of elevated them a little bit. So, yeah, you do, you do need that manager, that microphone piece. You know, Brock, you know what's so funny about today's wrestling? Brock doesn't need a mic. He doesn't need a mic piece. He could talk very well on the mic if given opportunity, but that's not how the WWE presents him. So someone, like, I can see if we have a lot of more Paul Heyman or, like, if you really, like, Enzo, like, like, like Jess has just said, Enzo would be a great heel manager. To get the wrestling uh-huh. thing on the mic, he'd be great. But I don't know if that's the direction that WWE wants to take it these days. Uh, like I said, I, I, I've been saying that for a while. He is great on the mic. Let him be a manager. And, yeah, this is, you lack that. And some of what's gone on, you know, listen, you can go ahead. There's two different manager types right now that can sorely be used in either NXT, TNA, uh, ROH. You know, you look at all the, uh, any of the really the bigger ones out there or supposed bigger ones, uh, they all could use one, a very hot manager. Without a question, mm, I can, am I buzzing? I'm Is that me buzzing? I heard a buzz. That was you I think buzzing. You buzzing. Put your phone on silent. Um, That's me buzzing. Come on. Um, but yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I'm busy. I'm sorry. Learn to turn your phone but, off, huh? <laughs> but the look, evil man. one, the evil one, the one that creates the havoc, the one that helps draw the heat. Why do they have to be hot? Why can't they be like the scary Sherry's of the world? You know, she did just fine, and that was not an attractive woman. That's fine. That's fine, but we need a a good woman one too, though. That's I'll take whatever as a woman one as well. But they need. Well, the thing I laugh about, the thing I laugh about, and I don't know you two's opinion on this, but when people sit back and count Miss Elizabeth as one of the great managers, she stood there and did nothing. Didn't say a word. <laughs> I That'll tell you how good she was. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Um, but she did nothing. I mean, that was all macho man. You know, I just think that you know, it's funny. Some wrestlers could benefit. Maybe you know, these managers can tell these stories and help create these storylines. But I think some of the guys like Macho Man help create some of these managers as well. So. Yeah, I think it's kind of a little bit of both, but definitely something we need to we need to see uh, a little bit more of, and and hopefully, uh, you know, and and, and Mr. Cage, man. am I allowed to call him Macho Paul Man? Man speaking of him, so oh, one you of the best. Call him whatever you want. <laughs> Love the Macho Man. Uh, you know, you're talking Macho Man, yeah, but you're talking Macho Man, and I would like most of the wrestlers out there to be forced to sit and watch his promos. Just his promos. Or his <laughs> You know, because so much of what they're doing now are just these guys talking. I can sit there and talk to Macho Man, though. I'll tell you, everything was huge with Macho Man. You kidding <laughs> Yeah, but you know right. what? Like Who wants to sit there and hear ba 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 ba, or do they want to hear this and never know what's going to come up next? Oh my God! Oh yeah, no, uh, Macho Man. I know which one is more time, entertaining. Man. Yeah, and where's the bright colors, so, man? Where's the cocoa? That's what I'm saying, the- though. I'm waiting. I'm waiting to see who uh, who starts making up, and this is where where it's going to draw from. Okay, Here, here's what's going to happen. It, it, it'll happen one way or the other. Okay, either WWE uh-huh. themselves will uh, will find a better creative team, better writers, folks, uh, and WWE is uh, FantasyJesterSports.com. Uh, I'll be more than glad to sit in and uh, help you guys get creative if you want. Uh, hey, let's get real. 
Nothing there personal. You there you Hold go. Hold on. Nothing personal, guys. Yeah, right? Nothing personal, guys. All right? But uh, you need a little help with the creative department. Just sit me in once, and I'll show you what the hell you're doing wrong. Holy shit. And what's going to happen, though, is here's what's going to happen. The talent themselves have to see this. They have to see the numbers. There's no way. Listen, some of the talent, I'm sure, doesn't really give a shit. They, they just want to get a paycheck. And really, they're in, they're out. They don't give a fuck. Okay? But you know what? Uh-huh. There, I'm sure that there are men and ladies in that locker room, in those locker rooms for WWE, that sit there and look at those failing numbers, those continually dropping numbers, and it's going to be interesting to see which one steps up to evolve into more than what they are now in one way, shape, or form, whether it's accenting their character more, uh, finding, a, 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 you know, finding a way to use a microphone and learning how to speak and that, you know, how to be interesting. Uh, there's going to be stuff that hopefully that the ta- from the talent within, because like you alluded to earlier, they do have some fantastic talent. They really do. Uh, AJ Styles oh, of the do. world are some of the best friggin' workers out there. No creative. Oh, now, have mercy. now, I want to shock you, Jesse. I want to, I want to shock you. I've actually got something oh, positive heavens to say. To Betsy. Yes, positive to say about Raw. Oh, I got a couple of things to say. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I mean, let, let's let me put real. my seatbelt um, on. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and sit down. I've got something good to say, and I know that Mr. Cage will be, you know, disappointed to know. But again, another another Raw, another match of the, uh, you know, match of the evening. Um, Mr. Reigns and Samoa Joe. That was a hell of a match those two put on. I definitely dig in the feud between those two. You can actually see it. It's believable. And then, who appears? Braun Strowman, out of nowhere, and it wasn't even an RKO. Um, mm-hmm. That actually. But it's pretty good. I, it was a good match, entertaining, some great moves. Uh, both guys, I mean, again, if, you know, we didn't know it was sports entertainment, I'd actually believe these two hate each other's guts and are in a fight with each other. They sell it. Both guys sold each other's moves. Uh, you, you believe Samoa Joe when he does something. You believe when Reigns does something. It's uh, kind of reminiscent of uh, wrestling from, say, 15, 20 years ago. So kudos to them. Great match. Hmm. All right. Yeah, I thought it was a. I said that was okay. Anyway, what did you think about it, Busy? Oh, I love the match, but um, you know, we were just talking about promo. That'd be nice. What I really loved on yeah. Raw this week was Goldust. I love these Goldust. Yeah. 1999, early 2000 promos that he's cutting. It's a shame that he's cutting them on R Truth and not somebody. More relevant, but it's some great promo. Wow! And and you know what I you know what I like also I like that Miz <laughs> has an entourage now, and he has a good entourage, in Bo Dallas and and um Kurt Henning's other um um son. What I think what Raw needs to do more of is though is promote the in they need to promote Intercontinental title more because you know Brock is only once every couple of months, and now you got everybody in these standalone feuds. So the Miz has nothing to do but torture Dean Ambrose and that devalues Dean Ambrose and even though I know how much Jester loves Dean Ambrose it kind of hurts him and any chance that we get a shield reunion because now we know who's the weak link so that's the only problem I have with Lord they need to do something about Dean they need to make him more relevant as well uh, and it's falling back on just if you notice you're having a little bit of problem with both brands and both brands are both having a creative problem hmm Because I'm sorry, you look at both lineups. You know, I, I thought about this. I, I thought heavily about this. You know, I kept saying about the brand split, and 
Yeah, it did. It was a son of a bitch, and that's why I try not to do it very often, okay? So when I do, I try and make it as productive as possible because I really suffer pain for days after. And um, what happened was is I go ahead, and I'm thinking about this brand split, and it's really, again, creative having the problem. You know, at first I had complained, well, you know, you're cutting your talent pool between shows, and uh, I still kind of believe that, but you can still have the creative work this where, you know, I, I'm sorry. I, I could see a million ways to have this cut and actually have the brands warring with each other and keep those wrestlers to that brand. Kind of like what I've been uh, searching for down here in Florida is to come up with another brand where uh, I could go ahead and uh, we could have our own separate entities, but, you know, every once in a while, my wrestlers versus your wrestlers kind of thing. And uh, actually on that front, I might've actually found somebody that (laughs) actually it's a legit business person and knows what the hell they're doing. Um, But that's besides the point. That's for another day, folks. We'll definitely talk about that. Um, but my thing is this, I mean, you go ahead, you've got Raw, and, and finally, I mean, we're seeing Enzo and Cass split up, something that I said they should have done. I mean, they're like months behind when they should have done this. Enzo, Enzo and Cass had run their course a while ago when you, as soon as Enzo went down, he came back, and if you weren't going to put the strap right back on them, Guess what? You should have burned them right then and there. You should have made it, okay, listen, I lost my chance at the title because you got hurt. Now I'm constantly losing. You should have done it then because why did you let it drag on for months if you weren't going to do it or give them the strap? Made no sense whatsoever. You wasted four or five months at least. Anybody agree with me on that, JT? You agree with me on that? I agree completely, but maybe Vince was waiting to give uh, big soft cast a chance to uh, make that a hard cast. No, when I, saw, when, I turn, when I saw him turn on Enzo, all I kept thinking about was what JT said last week uh, about his body shape, and I was like, holy crap, he is so right. Yeah, I think if that guy, well, you know, if that guy got problem. in the gym, and actually toned yes. up and got a little bit more muscle tone. I'm not saying he has to look like Scott Steiner, but you know, get in there and do and do a little, you know, a little workout, get a little muscle tone. The guy's got the physical attribute and the talent to, and and, and you know, I think he can be. You put Enzo as his manager, as Jester's mentioned several times, and I think he got something with that guy. He has the agility. He has the the talent. Uh, and he has the size. Now, if he just, you know, got rid of those boobies that make me think of a chick running down the beach in slow motion, okay? Into her own arms? I mean, it is just absolutely awful. Into her own arms. Uh, yeah, it is absolutely, uh, he, he could be a beast for them. And like you said, doesn't have to get Steiner big. Just tone up, dude. Make like you here. You want to? It's the truth. Make like you give a shit. Make like you or want here, here's a thought. Piece of the pie. <laughs> here's a piece of the pie. Here's a thought, yeah. Jester. Do like Baron Corbin. Don't take your <laughs> shirt off then. Yeah. I mean, how right. often do you see Baron Corbin? You know, Corbin suffers the same problem. Keep him covered. Uh, you know, I mean, he's got the size. And, again, agility for a big man like that, not comparing people listening to this person, but we haven't seen that kind of agility in a seven-footer since The Undertaker, in my opinion. He's got that same kind of agility as The Undertaker had. Um, and I, I think they would have some if they'd repackage that guy as far as physically getting him in shape. What surprises me is that they don't have control over that. In other words, you know, from what I understand, Vince isn't the easiest person to work for. The schedule is tough. This, that, the other. Okay. 
And everybody, well, it's a whining world anyway now, but that's besides the point. Yeah. <laughs> no, but the thing is, is that uh, you mean to tell me, you mean to tell me that, okay, you want to go to the highest level. We're back to this argument. Folks, this is like the fantasy jester argument I had on, on Saturday night about athletes in general. Okay. You want the brass friggin' ring. And I guess this is kind of where it's going to lead into what I want to talk about with piece of the pie anyway. You know, you want the brass ring. That's all well and good. The brass ring is there for everybody. There's plenty of brass ring to go around. This young man is seven foot tall, has the abilities, and yet Vince doesn't have the control over his time. In other words, okay, your training today isn't in the ring. It's in the weight room. And you know what your training is tomorrow, too? It's not in the ring. It's in the weight room. And you know what your training is the day after that? So that as soon as your body matches what your ring ability is. See, I'm not asking you to be a monster. Like like you said, JT, don't want you to be a monster. But you know what? I want you to look like the following word fits. Professional. Mm-hmm. Wrestler. Yeah. No muffin top. Show me you give a shit. You know, I was talking to a promoter today. And we were talking about how you can go ahead and ask these men and women. Can you go ahead and get me a promo? Get me a promo. Get me a promo. And Busy J, this is a true story, okay? This is one for you for how it works uh, sometimes in, in wrestling. You, you ask your worker, okay, can, get a promo. We've got matches coming. Get a promo. Yeah, yeah, okay, sure, sure, sure. And, and it's like pulling teeth. You know, you got to be part promoter, part dentist. Okay, because it's like friggin' pulling teeth to get the promo. But, you know, everybody wants the top pay when they, when they work for you. Oh, yeah, well, you know, I deserve this. Really? Okay, well, where the hell's your promo? Where the hell's your gym time because you're out of shape? Where the hell's your social media ability? Where is, you know, these guys, they, and this is what I'm talking about. There is a piece of the pie for everybody out there, folks. It is a wonderful, wonderful thing. The, the world of entertainment, sports entertainment, wrestling entertainment, it, it, it's beautiful. Absolutely love it. I'm having a ball with it. I, I, I know everybody here at the staff is having fun with it. And you know what? There is a piece of the pie for all of us. But it's going to whittle down here. You know who gets the bigger pieces? The one working for it. See, in the end, the person who cuts their promo when a a promoter asks is going to be the first one invited back. The one that you have to ask 20 times gets a smaller piece of the pie. You want a piece of the pie, you're going to dictate how big a piece you're eventually going to get from any promoter. How big a piece do you want? Do you go on social media? How big a piece do you want? Do you cut promos? How big a piece do you want? Do you work on your outfits? Do you work on your persona? Do you work in the gym? Do you work in the ring? What are you doing for your piece of pie? It's not just what the promoter is doing for you. You've got a bunch of good people out there as promoters. They're not all pieces of garbage. I've heard the stories. But you got to help yourselves. You know, why, why should a promoter put you on a card over the million other workers out there? Ask yourself that question. What makes me worth it to any damn promoter. What am I putting in? How do I show I give a shit? How many seats am I going to fill because I've worked at it, I've worked at my own personal following 
because I'm going to bring such and such number to any event because people follow me. They like me. I've put the time in with those with the fans. I put the time in on social media. I put the time in on promos. The best promoters out there aren't going to just take any one of you because you say, I'm a Florida wrestler. I've wrestled a billion matches. Wonderful. I don't give a shit at how many matches you've wrestled. What are you doing to get your piece of the pie? Busy Jay, man, I'll tell you. And that's that's what I'm going to say. When you come down here, get ready to see some great talent. We've got a wrestling show. Next one that we put on, we'll have you down. But uh, thanks so Can't much. Wait. We're running out of time. And uh, I definitely, definitely, definitely looking forward to my man. Definitely. And, uh, folks, that's Busy Jay. Yeah, what? I heard oh, somebody I was going to throw him out the Busy before he left. Go ahead. What's up? Yeah, go ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. We got just real quick. One word answer. Lakers taking ball tomorrow night or not? Yeah, they're taking them. They're taking them. I'll take that. Perfect. Uh, I expect a big trade though. Wow. I expect something major. Something major is going to happen tomorrow. That's going to that's going to impact the landscape of the NBA. I promise you that. I agree completely. I'm, I'm, I just heard something. It kind of pissed me off, but I think it's going down tomorrow. I'll text you inside, Jester, about that. that that's not the that's not the uh, the uh, great one there going from Cleveland to L.A. No, yeah. that better not happen. There's a couple of different ones. Paul George, I've heard. I've heard a couple of different. Jordan crazy Clarkson. Anyway, about the uh, folks. <laughs> Join us join us Saturday on the Fantasy Justice Show for basketball if you uh, are joining us for the wrestling portion of that show. Busy Jay, thanks so much, man. Uh, you can catch Busy Jay, Busy, B-I-Z-Z-Y-J on Twitter. Busy, thanks so much, man. You have a great night. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you on Saturday. Uh, thanks, guys. JT, my man. You know, it's very frustrating, some of what you see, you know, and it's it's even at the professional level, you know. Uh, I saw it with Dolph the other day. Dolph had the best and the worst all in one match. In one match, he had a super kick that uh, he and he was supposed to sell it. And it fell a foot short because he was already ducking away. I guess he doesn't. I, I noticed every time uh, he was wrestling Nakamura and Nakamura went to a power move, he kind of shied away from some of the moves. And the one was just absolutely terrible where he, he, he sat back like about a foot on it. And, uh, you know, well, that. That just was think- absolutely awful. And in the same damn match, yeah. hold on, and then I'll let you go. Uh, in the same damn match, he had he he was able to pull off an, a move that you hardly ever see, an eye gouge. How many times do I say, where's a rake of the face? Could somebody please yeah, start the rake of the face again? There's so many old moves, and there he is with the eye gouge. Go ahead. What were you going to say? Quick, we got a minute 30 Whoa. left. Yeah, no, real quick, one of those great managers we talked about can't leave out Jimmy Hart. Uh, but, no, you're talking about some of those moves, yes. you know, the super kick. Nobody did it like Shawn Michaels. Uh, and it just looks to me like the last, say, year and a half, Dolph lost a lot of that muscle tone. You know, maybe he's not in the shape to take some of these power moves that people give anymore because physically maybe he just can't handle it. Gotcha. Maybe, maybe. Well, wow, that was a quick one. Uh, folks, thanks, JT, for joining us. As always, my man, great one. I'll see you Saturday oh, night on Fantasy Chester Sports, my friend. All right, see you Saturday. Folks, that was FXE Live. A piece of the pie. You want a piece of the pie? 
Just remember one thing. Everybody wants a piece of the damn pie. How hungry are you, though? I know, if you look at me, I get my piece. <laughs> Join us Saturday night. We've got some great stuff coming up. We didn't get to FXT, but we've got some great announcements coming up. Don't miss that next week. Fantasy Justice Sports on oh, no, Saturday. I am. If you had the wolf man. one shot, I'm, one opportunity. I'm the jester. I'm out. Have a great night, everyone. One moment. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.